you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. I just returned from the most amazing conference ever. It was so fun. I say that every year, but this year truly topped them all. I don't know if it was because I had so many of my wonderful team members there with me sharing the experience, or maybe if it's because it's been two years since all of us have been together and I just truly cherished that time that I could hug my friends and talk to them in person, real live 3D people, right? I don't know what it was. It was just, it was fabulous. And we had such a great schedule. We had great speakers and we all left so inspired and so motivated. And I invited Tara LaMagna, our company's top leader, to share with us what she does when she returns from conference to maximize her conference experience. There's no denying it that conference is an investment. It costs money to get there. The conference itself costs money. You have to arrange childcare. It's not always free. You have to make arrangements in your schedule. You have to make arrangements in the budget. You have to budget for food and for incidentals. And you have to, there's so many things. It's an investment. You spend a lot of money going to conference. It's 100% worth it because there are statistics that prove those who go to conference tend to have higher PV than what they did not attending conference, if that makes sense. And so it really is worth it. You're making an investment in your life and in your business. And to me, I just, I feel like being able to fill up my love bucket, (laughs) my cup, I feel like that is also worth it in and of itself. And I'm able to be myself and not mom and not, you know, Cinderella (laughs) for a few days. And I'm able to just have fun with my friends, talk to them. We talk about business. We don't talk about business. We talk about so many things and it's just such a wonderful time to be together. But before I turn it over to Tara and what she has to share with what she does with her team, with herself and her team after returning from conference, I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I shared with our consultant community a year ago. So as you know, I live in Michigan and growing up, I never ever had picked blueberries. And for some reason, where I live now in a different part of Michigan, our soil, something about our soil, our soil is very sandy, I guess I've heard. And that makes for really good blueberry growing, apparently. (laughs) So you can tell I don't know too much about this, but we have gone blueberry picking since my oldest was in a stroller and could barely reach out and grab the blueberries off the bush. And I remember that first summer that we went, 
It was so cute to watch him pick the blueberries himself and eat them, but I think he got a little too many of those sour green berries. It's been a fun experience, a fun family activity that we've participated in now for seven years. And we love going. It's quick. It's easy. It's delicious. We save some for pancakes and muffins and cakes and loaves of bread and all that kind of stuff. And we also eat a bunch of them too. So it's a wonderful experience. We love to go blueberry picking every summer. And last summer while we were blueberry picking, I was inspired by a picture I took of a blueberry bush. I was looking at these blueberries and on the same little branch, I guess you would call it. Again, I'm not a blueberry farmer. On the same branch, there were green berries and purple berries and blueberries, perfectly ripe blueberries among not perfectly ripe blueberries. And here's what I had to share with our consultant community. We are a lot like these blueberries. And why is that? Some are beautiful and ripe and ready to be picked. Some are a little red and edible, but they could use a little more time. Some are small and green and need to be left on the bush. We don't see those small green berries as bad or not blueberries. They're not less than a blueberry. They are a blueberry. They just need a few more days in the sun until they're blue and beautiful and ready to be picked. I know if you're listening, you are more than likely to be a direct seller. What goals did you make this year? What goals did you hit this year? What goals didn't you hit this year? And I know that part of conference is the is recognition, and I know all of us look forward to being recognized for our efforts. But what if you weren't recognized this year? Maybe you're feeling just a little bit discouraged, like I didn't do as much as everybody else did. Just remember that you just need a little more time. Don't compare yourself to that big blueberry next to you on the branch. Keep doing what you're doing and keep your face to the sun. Your time will come before you know it. I did look up some blueberry facts and I found out that it actually takes between six and eight years for a blueberry bush to reach its full production. And it's not going to be you plant the blueberry seed, the blueberry bush seed one night and the next night you have a huge big blueberry bush. Maybe you're not feeling particularly inspired because you feel not as blueberry-ish as someone next to you. Remember that your time is coming and soon you will be a big, beautiful blueberry. Okay, now that I've made all of you hungry for blueberries, <laughs> let's transition over and hear from Tara LaMagna. Like I mentioned, Tara is our company's top leader. We all look up to her so much. And if you would like to hear how she got started in direct sales, I would encourage you before listening to this episode, I'd encourage you to head over to episode number 18, where Tara shared how she went from a busy mom working three jobs to a six-figure platinum director with a direct sales company. Her story is inspiring, empowering, motivating. If you haven't listened, it's a must listen. Definitely head over there and check that out first. 
So today, as you're listening to Tara's tips on how to maximize not only your conference experience, but your team's conference experience, if you're thinking, wow, I would love to be trained and coached by Tara because it seems like she knows what she's talking about. She does, and you're in luck. She just started a brand new six-figure growth academy, and she is opening it up for enrollment, depending on when you're listening to this. So check out taralamagna.com. I'll put the link in the show notes, but check out our website. See if she's offering coaching at this time. See if you can get in on her six-figure growth academy. Take advantage of all of the knowledge that she has learned over these last eight to 10 years and really be able to apply that to your business and see where that takes you. So enjoy these tips. They're awesome. Just like Tara, I cannot wait to see how these help you and your team. Hi, everyone. My name is Tara LaMagna. I have been with my company for eight years, and this will be my seventh conference this year with my company. So I figured I would hop on and share with all of you what I do to help my team maximize their conference investment. So often we invest in trainings and conferences and we do nothing with the information that we get from them. So actually 80 more than 80% of people purchase a training and do nothing with it. So this is an attempt to help my team um, make sure that they actually do something with what they learned. So I'll share with you what I do uh, and these are things that I do after conference. We know conference time is so super busy for all of us, especially those of us that are leaders. So these are things that we want to connect with our team on after conference so that we're making sure that, you know, after the excitement of conference is over and they're home by themselves, they're actually doing something with what they learned. So the first thing that I'll do, and this is something I actually schedule prior to conference, is I will schedule a team call or an in-person meeting. And the reason I do this is because I know, I, I do it before conference because I know that after conference, um, you know, if I schedule it after conference, it will be delayed. It might be a week or two before we get to it. Whereas if I schedule it before conference, I know that everybody already knows about it and we will have a good turnout and we can do it sooner that way. So definitely consider doing it before conference. And you know what? I would probably do a team call and an in-person option if you have the ability to do that. So what we do during this time, whether it's virtual or in-person, is I have my team members share their top takeaways from conference. So we know that there are so many different learning styles. We know that team members are at different levels in their business. And so one person's top takeaway could be completely different than someone else's. And this is a great opportunity for people who maybe you know, missed a session for some reason, or maybe um, they were just distracted at this one moment when this golden nugget was shared, they are able to hear the top takeaway and it can be very helpful. Also, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm taking notes at conference, it's really hard to get everything written down. And so again, it just is an opportunity for us to hear everything that we may have missed or it's a reminder of something that we thought, uh, you know, was a great golden nugget at the time, but maybe we didn't um, write it down or highlight it in our notes. 
So this is a great opportunity as well for an icebreaker for your meeting and for everybody to have a little bit of time to shine. During this meeting, we will also celebrate the successes of our team and our team members. Oftentimes, not everybody's able to go to conference, so people will miss the awards, they'll miss the team awards that you may get, and it's a great opportunity to really highlight those team members who, you know, were tops in sales or tops in recruiting. And in doing this, it also allows for your team to realize that, you know, to realize what awards your te- your company offers, right? So it's a it's a great opportunity for them to start thinking, hmm, maybe I want to be top in sales next year, or maybe I want to try to earn this award next year, and what will it look like? So it kind of gets their gears turning by celebrating everyone's successes, and is also just an opportunity um, to give those individuals just a little bit more recognition, because oftentimes at awards night, it can be pretty uh, crazy, and sometimes we don't get an opportunity to really say, you know, we're so proud of you, um, you know, in the midst of them walking up on stage and grabbing their award and getting photos and all of that. So it's just another opportunity for us to really recognize these people who have worked so hard. Another thing that I do during this meeting is review new products and share new product knowledge and wow factors. This is something that seasoned consultants can be very good at and newer consultants can struggle with. So really demoing how to sell these new products um, and what to focus on, how to get the information out, what information is important, and um, also at the same time, teaching them how to uh, not be overwhelmed with all of the new information they need to learn about the products, right? So this is also an opportunity for those that didn't attend conference to get their hands on products if you were able to bring some back and so that they can really experience those as well. So we spend a good chunk of this meeting on that portion alone. The other thing that we do during this meeting is we share tips on how to fill their August calendar or whatever month that you're having a conference, you know, the following month, how to fill their calendar with some bookings because this is an amazing opportunity to fill your calendar, any launch, but specifically around conference time, it, um, It's an excellent time to book parties because you have the new products, but also because hopefully you got some training at conference that will help you in booking your calendar. So definitely sharing tips on how to do that and even trying some role playing during that time as well. The other thing you can do during this meeting is, and this is something that I've done before with my team, it's worked really well, is I've had a few leaders take a different section of training to kind of give a a little summary of that training um, in review. So basically, if there's a training on uh, team building during your conference, you can select someone from your team who's really good at team building or who just really loved that session. I usually choose a leader for this, and you can have them take five minutes and share with your team what were the top takeaways of that session, And um, it just is a little way to review again. Maybe it's something that uh, wasn't shared as a top takeaway at the beginning of the meeting, 
Um, and you know, it's, it's important. So that's always fun. And that's something too, that you can do that, you know, you can post on, on your Facebook group for your team page, you know, have your, have a a different leader share each day when you return from conference. So, um, maybe there's five different trainings. So you do, you have a different leader share each day and it's just a quick, short overview slash review of what was shared during that specific training at conference. I have found that to be really effective because, again, we're different learning styles. And so there, the leaders, different leaders will share the information in different ways and they'll share their top takeaways. And it just really sums it up in a short little summary, um, summary video. So definitely consider doing that as well. All right. Another thing that I do after conference, and this is super basic, but it's really important. I do it every single year because if I don't, I end up having a a load of questions on how to do this. And that is how to mail catalogs. I know it's super simple, but a lot of new consultants don't know how to do it. And a lot of seasoned consultants maybe forget from season to season. So I demonstrate how to mail out hard copy catalogs. And then I talk to them about offering a virtual catalog. And I go over, you know, how to figure out who wants what type of catalog. Again, seems super simple, but a simple poll in your customer group on Facebook, you know, an email, things like that. How do you get the word out about this new catalog and how do you get the catalog into their hands as fast as possible? Even things like which mailers to use to send a catalog. You know, a lot of people will just put it in a bubble mailer and we know that that is not the best way. I personally use cellophane mailers and it makes it much cheaper and much easier. So just demoing how to mail a catalog and that could be a quick little video that you share on your team page and you mail out or you email out to them. You can also make it a little challenge. You know, how many catalogs can you mail out this week? Um, And have them post in your team page when they've mailed some out. And it just, again, reiterates the idea that we want to get these catalogs into customers' hands as fast as possible so that we can get the sales as fast as possible, right? Another thing that I do after conference is I take some time to help consultants set goals for the new fiscal year. For most of our companies, we will start the new fiscal year right after conference, which means new goals, you know, and they also, most of them will have seen some award that they want to earn the next year. And so they know now, okay, if I want to be tops in sales, this is the number I'm looking at and how much per month do I need to do, right? Also, a lot of times an incentive trip is announced at conference. And again, that's another goal that you can help them break down and you can help them create a plan. How are they going to to crush that goal? So another thing that I do as far as goals go, aside from, you know, showing them how to set a goal um, and break it down uh, and how to track it and when to track it, you know, when to check back on their goals and review them, all of that is I share my team goals 
with my team. I know it sounds really simple, but a lot of leaders do not do this. They feel like, well, I don't want to share my team goals because, you know, those are my goals for the team. And maybe it's going to, uh, you know, maybe it's going to make my team members scared or, um, you know, maybe it's going to make me look like my goals are too big. Here's the deal. At the end of the day, your team is going to help you crush your team goals. So it's important that they know what your team goals are. Not only do they need to know what they are, you want to make sure that you're updating them. This is how close we are to this goal. You know, and if you're not sharing your goals, your monthly goals with your team, your six-month goals, your annual goals with your team, you're really missing the boat here because everybody loves to work together as a team and crush something. It feels good whether they are a discount consultant or they're doing this full time. They are going to want to help you crush that team goal, right? So keep that top of mind for them. All right, those are my tips and tricks for you for after conference. If those were helpful for you, consider checking out my brand new course, Six Figure Business Growth Academy for direct sellers. In this course, I share with you all about what I have done to become a six-figure earner within my company. Find the details at taralamagna.com. I'd love to keep the conversation going, and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative, over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.